Sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts here at boygob.com. Now with 83% less pubic hair. Joe, how was your week? First of all, this is a special birthday edition of the podcast as it is Tom's birthday today. I didn't tell him happy birthday online because that's for women to do, but I waited because I knew we were going to be doing this wonderful podcast. That's how great Tom's life is, that he's doing a podcast on his fucking birthday. Mm. Mm. Yeah, uh, it was just another day. Besides, uh, I started drinking at 11, <laughs> and I was on the grill. But we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, I mean, it was as good as one could be at uh, this stage in life. I got to spend it with my family, so, I mean, that was it. Just Mom, Lori, Katie, and Ty, and then that was it. I told everybody else, fuck off, you're not welcome this year. So, and I didn't say that. I just didn't tell anybody to come over or anything, so I just didn't really give a fuck. Yeah. Spend a couple hours with them and whatever, so. Oh, girl couldn't ask for anything more, Joe. Who could ask for anything more? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was whatever. I uh, bought about $150 worth of stuff. So, you know, it's about uh, two, two and a half hours on the grill. So that's kind of how I gauged what I bought. If you <laughs> want to come over, there's some stuff left in the that's fridge. Over. All right. Uh, well, happiest of birthdays to you. Oh, thanks. God bless. And you yeah. too. I was looking to see if maybe we had a party hat that I could wear, you know, those little cone things with the little strap, you know, but uh, couldn't find one. Mm. And, or Sorry, one of those little Jeff. horns, you know, that make an annoying horn noise. Should have looked in your New Year's box. 
Ooh, yeah, I should have looked there. Didn't think of that. Mm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, last week, uh, pretty busy week. I took in like four rush orders, Tom. Mm. You know, you're familiar with those, aren't you? Rush orders? Yeah, from time to time. But these days, I'm not really familiar with orders at all. <laughs> well, so. I felt I had to take these. So I was trying to scrape together whatever money I can before I go see the tax man tomorrow. Mm. Uh, yeah, that shit's coming up. That's crazy. Like, I've already filed my taxes and got the shit. So I keep hearing fucking like these tax commercials on YouTube and shit. And I was just like, what the fuck? This was like ages ago, but people still have time <laughs> to file. Yep. And some people file extensions, you know. Hey, I can't afford any uh, fees or additional shit going on my stuff. So well, remember, states do too. States do too. For this that past I, quarter. Luckily, you won't know much. I always end up doing that one like a month later, so ah. um, maybe not this year, but this time. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm just very thankful that uh, there was no orders coming in, so I'll send them like 23 bucks and say, can't wait to get this bag at the end of the year. Yeah, the first batch of the Frightmare shirts are done, but of course that's money. Money's been long gone for a while, So, uh, but I did take in a pretty big order on Friday, so that's going to keep me going for at least two more weeks. So the business will be open. That's good. At least you got that. Mm-hmm. Good old, good old JR. He got another mask from me, so he's he's keeping the lights on. Keeping Appreciate the that. Alive. Good, yeah. Good but that's it. I gotta I gotta figure something out for fucking real. Oh, shit, I forgot to get that new mask that I made. It doesn't matter. No one's going to buy it anyways. Oh, hey, here's a new mask. I've been making new masks for 18 years, still in the same spot. So Because it's think not I'm a gonna... or a Freddy. Yeah, so I think I'm going to pivot a little bit this week, and uh, that's probably going to be my last new mask until... Uh, June or so when I gear up for Texas Haunters Convention because uh-huh. I booked that one. So I'll have a bunch of original stuff for that. But uh yeah, I'm gonna pivot a little, put the masks in the background and see if I can get some fucking money. I'm gonna sell this dick, Joe. That's what I that's what I'm saying here. Fuck. Dicks count pricing. I hate truck stops. Mm-hmm. But I, I have to buy some new shoes. I'm going to be on my feet a lot. The ways of the road. Yeah, other than that, it's the same old, same old, you know. Same old, same old. I uh, did some gardening this weekend. Um, planted some seeds for where I've got the old dogs buried. Cleaned out all those weeds and everything. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta plant the old pumpkins again. Now would be the time. Get the sorrel ready. Yeah, we'll see. I just uh, got shit to take care of this week, and hopefully, the shit that needs to go well goes well, and then I can figure out what the fuck I'm doing. But today, not today, but no, I guess 
yesterday I started pouring shit for Frightmare, so I was back in there today pouring shit, and that's what I'm focusing on now, Joe, getting shit ready for Frightmare and not knowing how it's going to go. But None of us do. All right. We shall see. We shall mm. see www.dwiproductions.net Hey, maybe you want something custom made. I'd like to make something custom for you because it costs more. And I get to keep more <laughs> of the money. <laughs> Fastcustomshirts.com Place an order or get some custom work done. Whatever you want to do. Just as long as you do it. After you go to dwnproductions.net Because it's going to cost more. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you fucking watch anything? Uh, yeah, more television. I watched season two of Millennium, the show with uh. Hold up, hey, hey. So, what is this show actually about? Because last time we talked about it, I don't think you actually said what it's about. So, oh yeah, bootleg X Files now. Uh. No, it's uh, it's made by the same people that made the X Files, and it has that guy with the scraggly looking face. What the fuck's his name? <laughs> Old nutsack face. Yeah. The kindest man on earth, Lance Hendrickson. Lance Hendrickson, yes, <laughs> Hendrickson. Um, so anyway, him and his face. Uh, <laughs> he's like a profiler, you know. He uh, but he also gets vision. That's through. a face joke, you see. So he's kind of. <laughs> at the same time you know because he's got these superpowers or stuff that he can see like pieces of the murder going on or whatever oh and, really uh, that's what this is about yeah but he works for this group called the millennium group and they're like in all kinds of like secret uh conspiracy type shit or whatever and they didn't really focus too much on on them in the first season they focused a lot on frank's wife and his daughter because there's a serial killer's that was fucking around with them, you know, sending them letters like, Hey, you know, here's a picture of your <laughs> wife walking down the street, you know, I'm going to kill, kill her motherfucker. And, uh, so anyway, they finished that stuff up this season. They threw the wife and the kid kind of in the background and let them, you know, go out and solve more crimes and shit and, uh, explore more about what this millennium group's all about. Are they trying to usher in the apocalypse, Tom? <laughs> That's what it kind of seems like at the end of this season. But we don't know. And then his wife dies at the end of the season. So don't have to listen to her ass anymore. Natural causes? No, there was some plague <laughs> that was released. What? Las Plagas? Yeah, a plague. Fuck. Congratulations, Rey Mysterio. No, you're watching. <laughs> Man, I listened to that. Uh, that's the only WrestleMania stuff I uh, partook in. That's the yeah, first shit I did in a couple years, but uh, that's kind of kind of a lame one. The only like, reason nothing... I listened to that too is because I went to Bert's house and he had it on the TV. So, okay. Otherwise, I wouldn't have watched any of it. Yeah, I fucking. Uh... Sorry, Conan. <laughs> the uh Tim White that was really the only one I gave a fuck about and nothing against old Tim White but when uh the referees the big 
the big one you want to watch. Mm-hmm. I think you might have just thrown this one together. What the fuck did Great Muda ever do? I don't know. WWE. That's a name Andy that I Kaufman forgot. Too. That's what they were mentioning it all this week. Like he retired this year, like in Japan, like legit and everything. Mm. I think it was Sting and some other jobbers. He was, I was going to say fighting, but fucking doing theater with. But yeah, uh, fucking the Tim White shit was great. If you've never seen the lunchtime suicides, definitely look that up on YouTube. Like uh, for a couple months, I forget, on uh, WWE.com, they were doing skits where uh, each week Tim White would kill himself in a different way but somehow it didn't work and he'd be back the next week my favorite is he jumped in like a giant six foot fan and the announcer just got a bucket of blood thrown on him it's fucking great and this is wwe shit you wouldn't see this nowadays but he's putting a gun in his mouth and hanging himself and shit it is fucking great definitely check out tim white the lunchtime suicides and celebrate this dead man's legacy so it was pretty much mr bill or super dave ah a little more so like I said, the dude got a bucket of blood fucking thrown on him. You know what I'm saying? So they were, but that was probably the most graphic one, but still for WWE and shit. It was we'll like, get dude, was... blood later, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, Spuds McKenzie. Oh. He was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, Millennium season two, you would recommend? Only to, I don't fucking know, man. I don't think I could recommend it to somebody that didn't uh, uh, grow up, grow up with that shit. You know, with grow up like enjoying the X Files or whatever, because it is kind of tied to the X Files. Um, so I mean, that was biggest shit at the time. X Files is doing so good. Let's get this other show with old nutsack face. Yeah, and they did uh, like the Lone Gunman was another show that spun off of the X-Files that only ran one season. Uh, Millennium ran three. So I'm going to start the the next season, maybe next week or whatever. And it'll take me forever because these fucking <laughs> seasons were like 24, 23 episodes. That's a lot of shit to watch, man. Or hour, or not hour, but like 43 minutes or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah but I mean, I'll probably sell the thing off after, uh, after I'm done with it because I don't see myself ever watching this shit again. You know, it's it's entertaining, but it's not it's not great. You know, but I can see how it influenced a lot of other shows that came later. That like what, that, Joe? That took out that element, like Criminal Minds. It's a lot like that show, Criminal Minds. They, you know, because they're all fucking profilers, and they all kind of like <laughs> let's envision like what happened, you know, and blah blah. blah. Um, profilers envision. More face jokes. You and the face jokes, I swear. Sorry, Lance. Leave, leave him alone, Joe. Yeah. He was in Aliens versus Predator, you know. He was. We watched that. He was in Aliens. <laughs> and Aliens. Oh, yeah. Wasn't he the cum-filled robot? Mm-hmm. Robot? Sorry. Because <laughs> he has a nutsack face. Hmm. 
What uh, a weird choice to make. Just to I don't, have your robot all filled with cum and then you rip him in half so you can see all the cum. Uh, weird. Ridley Scott, you know. Rest in empowerment. Did not make my list, but he's not an actor. <laughs> no. Um yeah, did Lance Henriksen ever play Abraham Lincoln? He probably should have at some point. That's a good call, Joe. Whoever they got under all that fucking makeup to play Lincoln in that biopic or whatever, or as assholes say, biopic, <laughs> they definitely should have got Lance Henriksen. Yeah. You ever hear anybody say biopic before? I've never heard that. I think I've heard a doctor might say that said it sometime. <laughs> I heard it once in real life, and I wanted to puke. I wanted to slap somebody. That is very egregious, and that's coming from me, someone who can't speak worth a fuck. I'm surprised you know the word egregious. Fuck, me too. I've been drinking, though, so. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Probably was written on the side of the can. (laughs) Word of the day. Let me look it up and get the sound. (laughs) The Mm. pronunciation. The Mm -mm. sound. (laughs) Shit. Had the little tilde or whatever over it it was all kinds of fancy shit young joseph uh yeah millennium uh i don't know if you're into that shit i would recommend if you're not you're not gonna like it you don't like anything fuck you yeah it's true joe so i was out on the grill today as I do from time to time, not too often, though, because it doesn't seem like a special occasion. I'll set up the old saw horses, throw the board on top of them, and then uh, throw the old TV out on there and have a movie to watch. So what did I watch this week, Joe? Or this time? This week still. Doesn't matter. It works either way. Mm-hmm. I watched the hit new Catholic horror movie. This is like every fucking week now, isn't it? There's some kind of fucking Catholic horror movie hitting theaters. You just reviewed one at the beginning of the year. Then there's like the Pope's Exorcist. There was fucking Lady Exorcist that just fucking came out too. And now, Joe, there's Consecration. Have you heard of this one? I have not heard of this one. It was in theaters for like a week, like legit a week, because the second week I was just like, yeah, I'll go and check this out. And oh, my God, it's not playing anymore. It must be really good. (laughs) So the only reason I wanted to watch this, the only reason it stuck out besides all these slew of other Catholic horror films was that uh, it's directed, I was going to say, by Christopher Robin, but the name's a little more generic than that. It's Christopher Smith, and uh, he directed Creep, not the one with the fucking guy in the wolf mask. Excuse me. (coughs) This is the one about the mongoloid and the British subway system, and then he also directed uh, Severance and your favorite, Triangle which I didn't really fucking care for. Good movie. But I, but I was just like, yeah, I got two of this guy's movies, and why wouldn't I check this out? It's not good, Joe. <laughs> so it's about an eye doctor 
in oh what do they call them over there slags or birds or bird slags so this bird slag she gets a call saying oh lovely your brother nah he's dead yeah yeah murdered yeah all right now ta-ta so she fucks on off over to scottsdale or scotland wherever the fuck her dad was a priest (laughs) the fucking uh nuns aren't dressed like penguins i don't know when this started but they're wearing like all white maybe that makes them more creepier because they have to stay clean you can tell any filth on a white robe but yeah so uh you know it's just fucking you want to say oh they're acting weird and creepy ah they're just acting like catholics in the in church so you know nothing would really like set you off like oh this is this is weird unless you haven't been traumatized by this at a young age because you're supposed to see all this imagery and be like Ooh, it's so shocking. But I mean, if you've grown up seeing a guy just nailed to a cross, like that's an everyday thing you just look at. Not too shocking and spooky, Joe. It's like drinking milk. So in this movie about drinking milk, a lady wants to see why her father brother is dead. Turns out she's the Antichrist or a demon or something and uh her father knew it her father used to keep her her brother and the mom in cages and beat them with shoes and shit (laughs) he got arrested and was thrown in prison for it because you can't beat your kids with a shoe joe you just can't do it (laughs) no and then uh so she doesn't know this and like the the father the other one the priest at the church and uh the sister mayor the mother superior like they all know everybody and she has like uh, she has like time travel powers or some shit it's very dr strange (laughs) oh not good like it was technically well made in all of that. There was something I went <laughs> at. Like uh <laughs> she's just, you know, walking along, enjoying the countryside or whatever. And then she just sees just a bunch of nuns just walking backwards off a cliff and just going dee 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 fatality. And it's fucking, it looks so garbage CGI. Like the the falling model or whatever it's called is not good. (laughs) So it looked, it looked, it looked pretty funny, Joe. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, shit. Not like his other movies that I've seen, that's for sure. Maybe something happened in his life where he's questioning his faith and wanted to make this movie about not believing in God and or his sexuality <laughs> or that I've never seen a picture of him. So I'm not sure if he was wearing a bow tie or not, Joe, <laughs> but yeah, uh, depending on what I watch, it's probably not going to make the worst of the year list, but it was just a bunch of who gives a fuck. It's you're just supposed to be spooked by 
Catholicism or something, maybe. I don't know. It's just a lot of these fucking movies are coming out recently, and I don't know why. Like, The Exorcism of God, if you're going to watch one, watch that one. Because fucking, like I said when we reviewed that one, the priest has sex with the little demon girl, and that's the most fucked up thing I've ever seen in one of these bootleg-ass exorcist movies. So, Well, they're reading The Exorcist, so I guess maybe that's why they're all trying to beat exorcist to the punch or whatever yeah. that might be but you would have to like have it come out around that time you would think so because you know the normal person doesn't oh they're making a new exorcist mm-hmm. but it'll be good the guy who made halloween kills is making it so <laughs> <laughs> it'll be pretty good <laughs> but yeah consecration i don't know man i'd say fucking skip it but 2023, not off to a good start at all. Fucking Candyland's my favorite fucking one that I saw so far. Might be my only 2023. (laughs) I got to go through the list and and see. We're here. We're in April. A quarter is gone. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, I guess I better, you know, beef up on that. Try to, to see what I can see. But I watched more television, Tom. I watched season four of Snowfall. And this is about the rise of a drug kingpin and uh, the connection with the CIA and bringing crack into the street, into the ghetto, Tom. In the ghetto. Yeah. This season, the main character, Franklin, he finally. <laughs> Old ghetto ass Franklin. Old ghetto ass Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he finally steps up and starts doing some mob boss shit, like betraying people and killing and eating folks. spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, is there any Italians? Is there? There's not. There's a, there's an old Jew guy, though, and he's pretty good. Um, show's good. Yeah, I think it's in its last season right now. I'm about to start season five. Uh, would recommend would recommend if you like crime shows. <laughs> what if you don't? Then go fucking watch uh, Life Goes On or some shit like that. I don't know. What if you don't like that one either? Then go what watch a doctor you... show like uh, like ER or Scrubs or something. <laughs> what if you don't like that? I know those were two wildly different shows in tone. Well, what if you just don't band. like either? I'll just go watch the fucking Supreme Court just mumble about shit. What if you're a fan of shows like The Family Guy? Well, there are a number of new animated shows that all look the same and all look shitty that you would probably enjoy. Like what? I don't know. There's one that's about <laughs> Australia or some shit. Bunch uh, of mates. And uh, there's a Ventures Brothers movie or some shit. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Mm, I can't. Hopefully they blow up the world and it's all over then. (laughs) Be a good way to end it. Just some random villain that they fucking, like, the last three minutes. It's just some random villain. And it's just like, oh, we got to stop him. But he just blows up the fucking world and it's done. Great. It's probably the way it will end, Tom. I hope so. And then I hope 
every the world actually blows up somehow <laughs> they're able to set the premiere with some kind of nuclear device <laughs> you'd like the venture brothers then you some bitch yeah i'd say oh, okay that's all right uh what'd you watch Tom? joe i watched half nelson did you yes <laughs> Starring Joe Pesci and Marlon Brando, or Fred Williamson, I couldn't really tell by the picture. But does it really star Fred Williamson, Tom? Mm, I don't know. I haven't seen it, Joe. But okay. then again, I haven't seen much this week. I watched Half Nelson. This Did was, you now? This was a TV pilot, a uh, hour and a half. They say the two-hour movie premiere. It is an hour and a half, you know, because they got you know time cut for commercials and shit. Uh, and this one actually became a series. I think it ran like maybe five episodes or whatever. Joe Pesci is a cop, a celebrated cop that uh, Hollywood wants to tell his story. And he says, okay, well, only if I can play the part. Hold on, hold on, Joe. How did Joe Pesci say it? Okay, but only if I can play the part. That's not, I don't think <laughs> And, uh, like, he gets there, and he's too short. Hollywood doesn't like short people. So they tell him, you're done here, and you're finished here. He still wants to be an actor, Tom, so he's going to stick around in Hollywood. But Hollywood but, likes short people. They don't like tall people. Right, so they got that wrong altogether. Mm -hmm. But, uh, so he joins a security agency, you know. That Top flight. Keeps things, like, like hush-hush for, uh for celebrities that need cases done or whatever. And uh, the secretary for this organization is Victoria Jackson. You remember her, Tom? No, but I remember Victoria Silst Silstead, Playmate of the Year. Silstead? From the hit movie, movie Basketball. Mm, no. Uh, and also working at this agency is Fred Williamson. I think he's in like two scenes of this whole thing. This whole thing is filled with like uh, actors that were big in this show was in the 80s. So actors that were big in the 70s, kind of big or whatever. But in the 80s, they really weren't shit. They were like past their prime, lucky to get work here and there. But it's like, oh, it's this guy. It's that guy. Well, who? Name names. Fuck. Uh, Dean Martin. <laughs> fuck. Old blue uh, eyes. Larry Holmes is in there for some reason. You know, the boxer, the champ, Tom. He was a champ at one time. Oh, not the penis slaying gentleman. It has a star of a bunch of uh, celebrity or famous vehicles. Like Magnum P.I.'s Ferrari is in it. Um, is the Ghostbuster car? Uh, Kit, the Knight Rider car, is in it. Is Kit? The Fall oh. Guy truck is in it and you know there's some gags about this this thing's not funny, not <laughs> fucking funny at all uh it's not like a good mystery it's like everybody's like just there reading their lines except for joe pesci i think he's having a good time he's having a good time tom i don't know how he talks um not like paul lind yeah but uh, I kept fucking stopping it and getting up to go do something. And then I'll watch like five more minutes. Fuck this. I get up and do something else. It was uh, not an easy watch. I'm surprised it got uh, 
as many episodes as it did to air because this it was shit. This fucking garbage. All right, Joe, let's hear your Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Um, okay. Let's see. Those damn conservatives. We need to uh, do away with conservatives and get away with the uh, Trump and I don't know. He's all fucking super liberal now or something. Go to try. Now let's hear your Robert De Niro on helium. (laughs) That's Joe Pesci. Perfect. (laughs) See, now didn't that sound more like him than your Paul Lynn? Kind of did. (laughs) Well, now you know for next time when we bring Senor Pesci back when we do our Eight heads in the duffel bag retrospective. <laughs> if you feel that you have to watch it, it is on YouTube. Uh, but I did not recommend it. You know, in fact, I'm gonna like petition YouTube just to take it off. <laughs> Send them a thing for copyright. Yeah, tell them you own the copyright to half Nelson. <laughs> of that, it does have a bull terrier, in it, but even that bull terrier couldn't act for shit either. I could barely like walk across the stage or whatever. Fucking sucks. Shit sucks, man. Well, it sounds pretty good. <laughs> well, you have to watch it because you're a Fred Williamson completed. I will. I didn't even know it existed till a couple days ago, Joe. <laughs> hey, Joe. Mm. You ever heard of Peter Jackson? Yes. Remember when he made awesome movies? Yes. Fuck. I don't know. I could just, I could never get into fucking Lord of the Rings. I remember in college one day, it was fucking, dude, there was a psychology class we had to take just because there was like a certain class each quarter you had to take by fucking Pennsylvania law in order to get the degree or some shit. I walked. Yeah. I walked out of. So many classes just because they would show bullshit movies like Lord of the Rings and Napoleon Dynamite. I'd be like, yeah, I mean, I understand the monsters and shit in Lord of the Rings, but I'm not fucking watching this shit. If I really gave a fuck, I watched the special features and shit. So I'd just leave and sculpt or something because that was Napoleon Dynamite. That was like my last straw. I was just like, what the fuck is this? What are we fucking doing here? Napoleon Dynamite for real? You want to have a fucking character study of this mentally disabled autistic gentle fellow in this fucking makeup school or whatever the fuck's going on? Anyways, Joe, dead alive. Sorry, mate. I like to call a brain dead, you know. Make it seem like I watch a lot of horror movies and you know, the first time I seen it, it was called fucking Brain Dead, even though I grew up in Kansas all my life. Call it Brain Dead, yeah. Hate that shit when you see people referring to this movie as fucking brain dead and they're fucking American or whatever. It's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? What are what are you trying to be? What are you trying to prove? You know goddamn well as I do. You seen this movie called Dead Alive, and it had that stupid bullshit cover where the little skulls trying to climb out of the lady's mouth or whatever the fuck that's supposed to be. 
but it's not good. Probably should have made our worst fucking movie posters list. <laughs> Maybe we'll go back and do that in a couple months. But uh, Dead Alive still holds up, Joe. It's fucking, it's good shit. Every couple years, I'll pop this one in and I'll be like, oh, I forgot all about that, even though I didn't. There's just so many gore effects and fucking monster effects in it that, you know, you'll forget about stuff because there's a lot cooler ones. But, <clears throat> excuse me, I've been drinking all day, like I said previously. But, uh, yeah, there's just there's so much fucking fun monster and gore effects stuff packed into this movie. It's it's easy to forget about stuff because a lot just the next one hits you and then the next one hits you. So uh you've seen this, yes? Yes. What do you think about it? Probably sucks dick cuz nobody well, gets raped. I like brain dead, Tom. Um <laughs> Oh, yeah, do you? <laughs> uh, actually, the first time I saw the poster, it uh, it was indecipherable. It had some Japanese print. You know, it had this nurse tied to a chair with, like, little, I don't know, fucking sticks going through her body. And she's holding, like, a little baby in her lap, too. So, weird poster. Didn't know what the fuck to make of it. But uh, I didn't see this movie until much later. Um and yeah, it was fucking good. And it's like, hey, you know, what's going on? They're hunting down this monkey. And then what the fuck is this? A love story? Like, and then it just fucking goes crazy. It just goes berserk. And like you said, it's one thing after another. And it's like just a total fucking bloodbath by the end of it. It's pretty fun. So uh, the movie's about a uh, a New Zealand zoo official. He goes to old Skull Island. <laughs> to track down a Sumatran rat monkey. It's uh like these rats came off the slave ships and raped all the monkeys on the island. So uh, I guess pig and elephant DNA does in fact splice. And now you got these rat monkey hybrids that uh, are diseased and will uh, cause you to turn into a zombie if you are bitten or scratched by them everybody the zoo officials they all seem to know that this is a very very dangerous creature that will fucking cause apocalyptic mayhem however they still bring it to the zoo and don't really have it behind glass or something just regular ass bars where it can you know attack stuff so that part always is like, I mean, they know the monkey rat thing is very dangerous, but they don't know. They just kind of play it how they need to. So, uh, Lionel, he is our main character, and uh, he's uh, he's smitten with a, a Spanish gypsy woman named uh, Boguita. And uh, Lionel has a very overbearing mother named Mum. And uh, she follows Lionel and Bogita to the zoo. And Mum gets bit by this rat monkey. 
So Lionel cuts his date with Bagita short so he can go take care of Mum. Turns out old Mum turns into a uh turns into an old zombie and hilarity ensues from there, Joe. If you haven't seen this movie, you're probably a pig fucking piece of shit. Go watch this movie because it is definitely fucking worth it. It is uh, very fun. Uh, it's just Hollywood gets a hold of your mate. And then you make a bunch of shit I don't give a fuck about. We talked about it before. I wanted to love that fucking King Kong movie, Joe. It is just not good and way too long. That scene leading up to Kong fighting the fucking T-Rex and shit, pretty fucking awesome. The rest, suck a big bag of dicks. Fucking Lord of the Rings, I don't give a fuck at all. Maybe you like that shit more because you're an Excalibur fan and you like all the swords and sorcery shit, but... They're good, but I've never gone to rewatch them. You know, and I never watched the the Hobbit. He did two, or he made the Hobbit into uh, a fucking thing where it's two parts or whatever. And uh, that book you can read in a day. I understand the Lord of the Rings. You know, those are fucking thick books. But the Hobbit, no need for that shit to be two fucking movies. Uh, but I had no interest in that. Yeah, uh, we've talked about how King Kong was my one of my greatest uh, cinematic disappointments. Um, what's some other shit he's done? Like, I mean, it was like fucking twelve years of Lord of the Rings. So yeah, so yeah, that's kept him <clears throat> made him a lot of money, I guess, and brought but, but money. Those are just so drastically different than uh, fucking movies he was making when he started about puppets singing about butt fucking. Mm-hmm. It's like I know you grow up and you do different things, but. Like what? This these are drastically different movies. Please just make one more good fucking movie. <laughs> no, I don't know if I have it. If I have uh, old brain dead there at, at you know among my collection or anything, I have to dig around because I know I, ne- I never bought the Blu-ray because it just seemed expensive to me and didn't have shit on it. You know? Yeah, it's just a what's it called the transfer? They put the DVD on Blu-ray or whatever. Yeah, so I never bought that. Uh, well, Bad Taste, I have a bootleg of that. Bad Taste is fucking great. I yeah. mean, Dead Alive, that's good shit. But Bad Taste is just a little better. Mm-hmm. Dead Alive is definitely a top 25 movie for me. Like a top 25 of all time. But uh, Bad Taste, as we talked about before, is in my top 10. Fucking love that shit. Yeah. But yeah, uh, for fucking years and years and years, uh, they, they've been saying, oh, mate, we're working on my early films to release them on fucking Blu-ray, yeah? Gonna do them. Yeah, sure are. Yeah. Hopefully, I'd love a fucking uh, awesome fucking version of uh bad taste with a slip cover i don't give any fucks about a nice little severin logo in the corner that would make me happier than a pig and shit yeah, it's foreign great. it's a foreign movie come on release mm-hmm. it 
Hey, Joe, so did you watch anything? Anything there? I watched Robot Wars. Oh, shit. You should have watched Robot Jacks. Robot Wars. Uh, why did I watch? Oh, because I have the the disc. That's this why. Is I full Moon? Yes, it is a Full Moon release. It is Albert Band that directed this. Father of old Charles and whoever, what's his name that does the Dick. music or whatever. Dick. Um, maybe. I don't know. Richard. Richard. Dick Richard. Band. Yeah. Richard. Okay. Um, this guy, Tom, directed one of my favorite movies, Zoltan, <laughs> Dracula's Dog. Oh, is... I thought you were talking about the tomato from Killer Tomatoes. Oh, Dracula's Dog, which is a, a good movie. <laughs> Got some good dog acting in that one. Not like that play dead piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Uh, Robot Wars is not a good movie at all. It's about a uh, it's about a guy that I guess he was like military, but I don't know. They decommissioned all the robots that they used in the uh, in the war. The so big now one. His robot, which is shaped like a scorpion, is poor bus. So he just drives this thing around the desert and takes people to a town. Oh, here's a town, and this is what these towns look like in uh, 1983 or whatever. Hey, pretty clever way of like, hey, now we don't have to do any uh, fucking budgetary shit. What was this movie made, Joe? Go to 1983. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, there's some, uh, Japanese folk that are touring the tour guide shit. I don't know, but, uh, what they're really there to do is hijack that tour bus. But in that old town, Tom, there's another robot hidden there. So this pilot guy, he has to get that robot and fight the scorpion robot and Barbara Crampton's in it and... <laughs> I like her in uh, like Reanimator or From Beyond. Why? Because she, she's revealing. Yeah, she has her clothes off in that in those, and these she doesn't, and she's just trying to act, and it really doesn't work. You know, it's like, um, hey Joe, you know who else was in From Beyond? Ken Faree, the DC sniper, sniper, <laughs> romps around in his underwear. Yeah, and a cowboy hat, right? Oh, no, wait a minute. That was cruising. Uh, yeah. But Robot Wars, man, this fucking sucks. This is another one that I'm checking the runtime. You know, I was like, how much more does this shit got? Like, go get the big robot already, because they're leading up to that. They project the whole movie within, like, the first ten minutes. Like, you know everything that's going to fucking happen. Uh What's the big robot? An even bigger scorpion? No, it's just a robot. <laughs> no. You know. Just your stereotypical cardboard boxes stacked on Get top. Some of laser, shit. yeah, with a you know head cut out right there. Awesome written on it. <laughs> yeah. uh, it I do not recommend unless you want to buy it off of me. It's five bucks inside my to be sold at a next convention. Mm. 
Robot War. Joe? I watched Half Nelson. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch much this week. I apologize. I'd like to. I'd like to watch things, Joe. Me too. Me too. It's just uh, very hard because I don't have the old Wi-Fi in any of the shops. Mm. But, hey, got the old mask hole finished up, so that's done. Paid off all those credit cards, you know, just got that taken care of. And now, now, hey, if you need some production runs made and you want to keep jobs in America, it's a fair price. <laughs> And a faster turnaround by far than you would get from China. Or Canada. So please, I have the facilities for it. Hopefully new different products are coming so you can see that I do more than just masks. And Here's the hope and it'll lead to something because I need work, Joe. Getting into... Getting into quarter number two. Some bitch. Would you watch some bitch? About to go up to your fucking face and slurring your goddamn words. That's it. That's all I watch, Tom. Aside from our last foray. Ken. Kindhouse. But this one didn't start out with a because this isn't actually an official, but it kind of is. That's why I said, oh yeah, we'll watch it because this was a uh, a fake trailer winner, even though they only showed the trailer in uh, Canadian theaters when they uh, did the Grindhouse movie. But that's okay, Joe. You love this movie. You have a signed poster you've had in uh, Fast Custom Shirts South for going on at least 15 years now. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that poster. You're right. I do Mm. know. Um, So, Joe, how about you tell us all about the movie you you lovingly refer to as Bum with a Gun? Okay, so this film is about a hobo, a genuine hobo, a guy that rides the rails, Tom. But he's in Canada. So the thing with Canadian hobos is they're all dogs. They have good, as opposed to the hobos here, the bums here. Uh, He's got like a good pair of, fuck, I don't know what they are, like Red Wings or some kind of like work boots. You know, His gloves are nice too. His fingerless gloves look brand new. Yeah, fresh of, out of the package. Pants look like they're not torn up or anything. So uh, the bums in Canada—they got a little more class, I guess, than the American bums. Uh, but he rides into a new town, Tom, and mm. the town's pretty fucked up. What's the name of this town, Joe? Uh, I don't know. The Dantes. No, but as soon as I say it, you'll remember the name of the town. Yeah, fuck because town. the town is called Fucktown. Fucktown, yeah. Yeah. So I was close. I said Fuckertown. Yeah, I know. 
Um, yeah, well, in Fucktown, everything's bad. People are just getting killed left and right. There's this one family that uh, that runs everything. This guy, is his name Dante? I don't know. But if you ask me, they should have got Dan Barlow instead of some guy who kind of looks like him. If you Dante. want Dan Barlow, just get fucking Dan Barlow, you and some bitch. run everything. And uh... his two fucking stereotypical 80s bully sons. Remember, this is supposed to be a throwback to 70s exploitation movies, and our villains are 80s stereotypes. They're great. And uh, let's see. Oh, the bums played by Rutger Hauer, you know, from Blade Runner fame. Which I've uh, never seen, so that was just lost on me. Like, uh, oh, I'm supposed to know who this guy is, but I've never seen Blade Runner. Or uh, Flesh and Blood. You never saw that Paul Verhoeven. Pretty great. No, I'd rather watch Showgirls and overpay high exorbitantly for it. Been in a lot of shit before this. So actually, this is like kind of late in his career, uh, which I guess is how they could afford him. But uh, yeah, so he like he's sick of everything there. You know, but all he wants to do is is uh, save up 49 bucks so he can buy a lawnmower. And uh, is it? Because they don't really mention that at all. They just kind of see him. He's, oh, I'm going into this pawn shop pretty much knowing that I don't want a lawnmower. But they just show a lawnmower for a second like, oh, you can choose this path in life or you can choose this path in life and get the shotgun. So, I mean, that that part was kind of bullshit. No, he looks at it the window first and then he goes back to the pawn shop later on Mm. they did that you just weren't paying attention tom i wasn't joe this movie was very fucking annoying to me and like you on half nelson or whatever the fuck i was checking this runtime so much you would probably like half nelson uh (laughs) does that fred williamson they call him the hammer you know and uh, one day when he's there and he's like finally gonna buy that lawnmower, he uh, the place is getting robbed, so he grabs a shotgun instead. I'll say this: blowing people away. One of those fucking robbers, they have very good taste in masks. <laughs> um, where the fuck was I? <laughs> oh, so from there. And what's with this? I thought Canada didn't have guns. I thought America was with the gun problem. Here you can go buy a shotgun just hanging but like in front of the counter, just on a wall by the door. You don't even have to. You can just throw them the money and take the gun. I think Canada has a drug problem. They got got a drug problem. All they do is hunt out there. You know, they're always shooting... uh, moose and stuff like that you know so yeah they've got all kinds of guns in canada you, you know, know the plural of they don't have a lot of schools is what the difference is um so yeah so then he goes to war against crime the family goes to war against him and it's just uh sheer excitement from that point forward tom sheer excitement bathed in neon diarrhea that this time i didn't uh 
I wasn't liking like the first 30 minutes of it. It was like, man, this is kind of slow. This isn't as good as I remembered. Uh, but the two sons, they were cracking me up. They were funny as shit. I liked them a lot. And, uh, hateable, and then which I one, get. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, they're supposed to be hateable. Yeah, no, I get it. But they no. were just like, it just came off to me like, just, oh, this is just annoying, try hard shit. But to be fair, like, I fucking hate 80s nostalgia. Not a fan of any of that. I don't have nostalgia for the 80s at all. Uh, I get what you were doing, but uh, this was supposed to be like a throwback to 70s shit, technically. I don't see it like that, though. I don't see it as a 70s throwback flick. I don't. Uh, it's supposed to, because that's like the heart of Grindhouse. The I, know Grindhouse. Part of Grindhouse I know, but that's what I'm saying. This is an 80s part thing. Of Grindhouse. This is no, I get it. I know, I get it. Uh, but hey, if you're gonna get hung up on that, Tom, like, hell oh, yeah, he didn't that's do what, thing. Well, that's I mean, what we're here to do, Joe. That's what we're here to do. All right, you got your hang up on it, but it's a fucking fun movie. Get past the first thirty mo- uh, minutes, <laughs> like uh, it's like a comic book, man. It's got not a whole lot of logic, you know. He never buys fucking bullets, you know. Not <laughs> gun shells, I should say. Uh, and he, he never, came with it. Never seems to run out of shotgun shells. But hey, that doesn't fucking matter. He gets uh, sliced up quite a bit, and you know recovers pretty quickly, like a comic book super person does. But that doesn't matter. You're just there to have fun and watch the fucking mess happen, and and it's a good time. I wish I liked this movie, Joe. This seems like a movie that I should <laughs> no, like. Because they would like something, you know? <laughs> no, I mean, there's definitely things that I do, but I was amped up to see this when it first came out, and I was pretty disappointed. It's like a step above a, pr- a promo, a trauma movie. But, uh, I mean, the gore effects in it are fun. The lighting... And the uh, like, the cinematographer he did a good job, like painting faces to look like Basil Gogo's paintings and shit. Like, all that shit was cool. Like, this has some of the fucking like some of these faces are just like when the fucking not Dan Barlow at the very end when he was like bathed in this blue and then some kind of yellowish light would hit his face when he'd turn his head and shit. Like that looked fucking dope and every but god damn this dialogue and everything just came off as try hard wiener kid shit. I just fucking I just couldn't get into it. It's just like please like me. I'm a cool movie, right? I just I don't know, man. Like I wanna like this movie. It should be a movie that I like, but it just fucking in the whole time, man. When I'm rewatching it, I'm just sneezing and my eyes are running, Joe. So I guess I'm just allergic to bullshit. Didn't care for it. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it that way. I don't see it as a like trying real hard because I've seen a lot of movies where people are trying <laughs> real hard, and it's usually yeah, like other independent filmmakers that didn't get like extra money thrown at them or. You know, didn't win this thing, and they they are all definitely saying like, "Hey, this is a throwback to this. This is a throwback to this." You know, but they missed the fun. You know, with this movie, 
it's fun it's got stupid dialogue yeah for sure that's part of it you know it's it's supposed to be fucking dumb all of it is supposed to be over the top and it is and i dig it i get it it's uh for me it's not so much stupid as it is for like just cringy little kid like what doom asylum was that the one i just watched was like like it's a lot of that or doom generation Mm. yeah it's a whole lot of that kind of like edgy for the sake of being edgy man dialogue but i mean i can understand it I made fucking bullshit movies where I was fucking younger just doing these edgy for the sake of edgy shit, man. But I don't know. Like, I should. I should like it. It's just, it comes off very just, I don't know, man. Very, very fake. But then again, I don't care for these fucking like Canadian pseudo-exploitation movies like this, Turbo Kid, Psycho Gore Man and shit. I should. Any of those. Yeah, like, I I mean, I should like that because it's, like, all goofy, wacky, fun stuff, but I don't know, man. It's like... Yeah, that one just, it looks like it's just all nostalgia-based, so I don't want that, you know. If there's something like that, I'm going to skip out on that shit, like, Ready Player One, no fucking interest in that shit. You got to, Joe. You got to watch that for one reason. A lot of Mortal Kombat references. Mm, pass. Come on, Goro's in it. Oh, still haven't even seen that Sub-Zero Fuck. shit. What Sub-Zero shit? Shit that came oh, out. Snowblind? Yeah. It's good. It's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> It's the only reason I have that fucking Blu-ray. Ready Player One. First movie, they don't need to do anything ever again. That first movie is pretty good, Joe. Got the soundtrack back here. Oh, shit. That techno syndrome. Mm -hmm. God damn. First time I found the fucking remix where they cut... What is love? <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. When they cut that shit in with it. Joe, soon as you leave here, maybe, Joe, as we swing into another amazing issue, Len Wein's not doing well so far, of Spider-Man, I can find this song on my phone and I will play it and we might get kicked off YouTube. Probably. So yeah, Tom would not recommend them, but I would recommend. Joe Spider Man, good. Nope. Issue one <laughs> three. We call this the football field issue. Um what Spider Man's is uh he stops a cab that's getting robbed fucks up the cab and you know just like that cabbie's got to pay for that spider-man doesn't care he just goes to school sees mary jane makes up with her makes up with mary jane fuck he, you pp i don't like you no more i'm gonna get ran a tray now but i didn't act just kidding call me my ice cream doll yeah we see uh old flash and and uh osborne harry 
and let's, we've established that they're fucking, and it becomes more obvious with every scene you see them together in. And uh, Ned Leeds shows up, and hey, I'm gonna go do the story on the scientist, you know. And he used to be a, a big football star here at Empire State University, you know. There was one game where, or he, he had a hundred yard run he had to do to win the game, but he came inches short, inches short. So from that, he stopped. He stopped playing football, went into sciences. And uh, now he develops computer shit. <laughs> and, well, he had all his interview with Ned Leeds off. Something's come up. And he's being blackmailed, Tom. Blackmailed. As I like to call it, African-American mailed. Uh, they've got a daughter kidnapped. And unless, or as I like to call it, baby goat napped. So unless he gives them uh, some computer part or some shit, they're gonna kill his daughter. So he them on the football field, Tom. Uh, or as I like to call it, the football day Americana field. North Americana. Um. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Peter Parker's at the at the homecoming dance with Mary Jane. Get away from her to go help this guy out, and he does, but not before this guy does that hundred yard run again. You know, dodging bullets this time instead of linebackers, and uh, he doesn't dodge them all. He gets to the goal line and gets his daughter back, and Spider Man shows up a little too late, beats these guys up. And, uh, and then the guy dies, and that's the end. That's our story. And then he takes his body and throws it down the smokestack. This is like a that uh, I don't know that I just uh, in the file cabinets for like when they're behind schedule or something because it does nothing to advance any plot. Uh, the cover's weird, like kidnap or Spider Man's about to kidnap and molest a little girl. A- <laughs> I've never this one because uh, yeah, it's, it's a very concerning cover and they yeah. tried to bury this shit. Ross Andrew and Vince Collada they throw in another very <laughs> lackluster job on the art it sucks it sucks but the Len Wein era isn't going well we got uh, the return of one of my favorite villains the Sandman next month so maybe that'll all change or maybe he'll be a good guy and join the fucking Silver Sable or something I don't know I don't Let's know. See. Yeah. Hey, Joe, you like lists? I've been known to uh, enjoy a list or two, Tom. And uh, this was your suggestion. And it was our favorite actors who were dead. I had favorite childhood toys. You did, but then you. But I guess we've already did that before. We had. Mm. So Tom, at number five, I have Phil Hartman. He's dead. Rest in peace, Phil. You always gave your best. You always gave your all. Let's hear it. Everybody's got a Phil Hartman. I don't have a Phil Hartman. 
Remember from The Simpsons? You remember Phil Hartman from The Simpsons? Or what about Jingle All the Way? He was in Jingle All the Way. He was. You know what else he was in? The Bottom of a Swimming Pool. He was. What was uh, the one with Michael J. Fox that he was in with Spin Kirk Spin City. No, that was a movie. <laughs> but he was in Spin City. Or was it that radio... Wow. News radio. News radio. That's what it was. It wasn't Spin City. He would say things like, oh, yeah. But he would say it like Phil Hartman. Oh, yeah. There's your Phil Hartman. No, just took a little coaching, but you got it. Coaxing. Oh, sorry. Tom, number five. For Sage. Joe, my number five is Angus Scrum. You might know him from the hit Fangoria movie, Mind War, starring Bruce Campbell. <laughs> he would say things like, son, and mm, poppers. Angus Scrum, love you, miss you. Rest in empowerment. Person? He was a Great Britain. Okay. Uh, that's <laughs> why he didn't understand when I said flashlight. Because you know, over there, they call it a torch. Over there, they call it a buttonhole. At number four, I've got old Charlie Bronson. Mm. One of the greatest tough guys who ever graced the screen. In movies such as uh, Death Wish and Death Wish 2. He was also in Death Wish 3 and then Death Hunt. Charles Bronson. Joe? White Buffalo was another one that he was in. You know what else? Once Upon a Time in the West. And? Uh, the Sea Wolf later in his career. And also? Hard Times. And? Ten to Midnight. And? Uh, the one where he's with the Richard Pryor's daughter. That's right. Yes, Virginia. There is a Santa Claus. Based on the hit letter that was written to a Macy's store Santa Claus. Joe, my number four. Number four? Number four. four. Joe, my number four. Hey, bud. Here's to the greatest goddamn trailer park supervisor there ever was. John Dunsworth, Mr. Leahy. Rest in hell, buddy. At number three, have George C. Scott. No! 
No! Turn it off! Great actor. I had, a, I had an actual list on this one. And George C. Scott and Bronson almost made it. If you've never seen The Exorcist 3, watch The Exorcist 3, 100%. Why there isn't an Exorcist 3 fucking shirt with the I Believe monologue on it by Fast Custom Shirts yet, I don't know. That seems right up Joe's alley. A hospital shirt, George C. Scott in it. I don't know. Or a hardcore shirt. Where he's inviting all those gentlemen to his fucking motel room. (laughs) (laughs) Movie's great. (laughs) Hey, if you've never seen hardcore and cruising, I can't imagine a fucking better double feature for you to have a bunch of people over and watch. Because that would would be some funny, funny stuff. And then throw the Oogie Loves movie in as a third one. That would be good. Joe, <clears throat> enough about Patton. What are we on? Three? Three. Joe, I have the original rat soup eating motherfucker. And that is Rudy Ray Moore. But you may know him. You may know him as the Human Tornado! The Human Tornado! Muses kick me, never bruise my eyes. Rattlesnakes bit me, they just rolled off and died. No monkey hustle. Fuck, that one sucks a dick. <laughs> At number two, Tom. Hey, Joe, hold hold on. Hold on now. Hold on now. So we finished the uh, all the Grindhouse movies, Joe. Joe, what series are we going to start next week? Fuck, I forgot to look for that. Let, <laughs> just like I'll let you know uh, what our list was is going to be. Hey, maybe you'll think of something before it's over. Mm-hmm. Continue now. Uh, at number two, I have the ruggedly handsome Ernest Borgnine <coughs> from such films as uh, Escape from New York and uh, Marty, for which he won an Academy Award, and for The Devil's Reign and. Uh, what other films was he in? He's in a lot of shit. Um, SpongeBob SquarePants. He did some voice acting on that one. Did an episode of The Simpsons for more voice acting. Um, he was in, was it Kelly's Heroes? I think it was Kelly's Heroes. Or maybe it was a Dirty Dozen. He's in one of those. But uh, old Ernest Borgnine. He was also on my list, but didn't make it. You know why? Why? He's the goddamn father of professional basketball, you know? Mm. 
Ted Denslow, wrestling empowerment, choked on a hot dog. Joe, number two. Mm-hmm. My number two is a great Canadian man. But he's not just a great Canadian man. He's a great dead Canadian man, Joe. And this is Norm MacDonald. You might know him from his television show called Norm. A gnome called Norm. Fuck! Love that one. Oh, wait, never mind. That was Sherlock Gnomes. Where it had the little gnome and the mankini shaking his butt cheeks. Mm. Never whacked off in a theater harder. Old vampire dog himself. (laughs) Jelly. (laughs) This is it, Joe. Number one. The actor sadly missed... Uh, the world is a dimmer place without him. He could uh, he could bring credibility to any film he was in, uh, and that is the great late Jack Warden. Great fucking act, and a connection to your number two because he was in Dirty Work. He was. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know what he liked to watch? Workout videos. <laughs> but not just any workout videos, Joe. Workout you know what? Girls are rubbing their ass against each other or something. Mm-mm. That With was a, <laughs> That was a all the horse. <laughs> that was a classic workout video from another movie we talked about. Friday the 13th Part 4. That is, in fact, Joe, the same video that (laughs) that fucking guy's watching. (laughs) I know. It must be public domain. Maybe. Joe, my number one will come as no surprise. But it is Christopher Farley. You may know him from Almost Heroes. Or dirty work. Or dirty work. He had his nose bitten off by a Saigon whore, you see. Mm-hmm. Yep. All these trunks are filled with dead whores. These cars are loaded. <laughs> loaded with dead whores. PG-13 movie. Coming out in the 90s, I could just walk up and say, one for dirty work, please, and go in and watch it by myself. Good times. I did something right. Mm, 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 mm. Joe, you think of a list? Uh, No. (laughs) So, hey. Top five women not attractive but we find oddly attractive. What? I'll think of something during the week. (laughs) I don't want to fucking just flat out make fun of, hey, man, this weird looking bitch is kind of gross, probably has a dick, but 
Adventures. Cute. What yeah. the fuck kind of list is that, man? A <laughs> uh, list of fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was even kind of skeptical, like, Oh man, I don't want to have no punch motherfuckers in the face list, but that could be funny. <laughs> I definitely don't want to have oh these homely ass bitches. I might stick my dick in. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> oh shit. So okay. uh <laughs> next week tune in when we talk about that lady from Alley Cat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'll just be a bunch of fucking what all right. It's a good thing you caught yourself, young Thomas. Next week will just be a list of transsensuals. <laughs> so we'll just do but anyways, dwnproductions.net. Times have been hard, baby. Just got a new fucking shop remodeled. I gotta pay for that. I didn't have the money to do it, but I just figured I'd do something anyway so you pay for my idiotic decisions, baby, and head on over to dwmproductions.net where I got shit that I've already made and some shit that ain't been made yet because you're going to hit me up and say, hey, Tommy, baby, I need you to make me something. And I'll say, all right, give me hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars. And I'll make it for you. So, please, for the love of fuck. And now that we've had to endure uh, Joe Pesci impersonation. Fastcustomshirts.com. <laughs> uh, <laughs> place an order or email me at fastcustomshirts at gmail.com. And uh, talk to me about some shit you want to get done. Joe? Mm. Hmm? Happy birthday, Tom. On the way out, we tell you happy birthday again. I'm sure the chat was flooded with birthday wishes, but I can't see the fucking chat. It was just one again, good old JR again. We thanked you again. Hey, Mr. JR, thank you. I appreciate it. Not the we we shouted you out at the beginning again for keeping dreams alive, but I haven't seen old Mike the Mick pop up for a while, and I hope he is doing okay, but because he, he is a good, gentle fellow. So, if anybody can send an SOS out there for old Mike the Mick and let us know that he's still alive, that would be fantastic because. If he died, it would probably ruin my day, definitely ruin my day, most likely ruin my week. But besides that, everybody. <laughs> 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 <laughs>